0: When I was a kid, I thought I wanted to be a millionaire, Mm -hmm. assuming that a millionaire was living at this whatever-you-want level. I didn't realize you need to be more than a millionaire, but I just figured a million dollars, you could have anything you wanted. Well, nowadays, that's not true. A million's not much anymore. The one went to 10 minimum. So like 10 million is the new million, and I want to be more than just regular. So I've set my sights on a billion.
1: All right, man. I got one of my favorite characters in the world, Brad Lee, with me. What's up, man?
0: Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Not much. Just just. You know, dropping by to check out your facilities. Yeah.
1: You got a short drive from your office here.
0: A little 14-minute drive.
1: Well, you got a lot of people in Vegas, you know, who are doing some things in the entrepreneurial world here. Not as many as I'd like. I think more will come. I don't
0: know. (laughs) We'll have to wait and see. Yeah.
1: So, dude, I mean, last time I talked to you, I was on your show. And you've got, you know, obviously Lightspeed. uh, That's kind of what you've been known for. You got a bunch of people on it. Now you're doing real insurance. You got like, do you have real solar now too?
0: Mm -hmm. It's just the real brand of companies. So real brand. Yeah. Cause like, I want to use the brand real to show people how to get out of the rat race. So I started with real financial, which is insurance, annuities, IULs, things like that. And that led to real solar. Okay. And then that led to real merchant services and who knows, I mean, I'm going to keep yeah, going.
1: That's what I'm doing with the wealthy brand. We're, we're renaming, um, my core company, future flipper into wealthy investor and we're going to be building things under the wealthy brand. Nice. So sounds like we're on the same page. Why, why real? Is it cause you're the cause real I'm Bradley? Re-
0: yeah. Cause I'm real and I, and I believe people should be real. Yeah. And you know, do you want to, you know, would you rather chase your dreams or make them real?
1: Mm. No more chasing.
0: Not only not only that, like it's just a great marketing tool. Like if you were gonna buy solar, wouldn't you want them to be real? Mm-hmm.
1: I'm surprised nobody has like those names.
0: Yeah, well, they don't. <laughs> real people making real money. You know, I just I just like real, right? Yeah. Most a lot of the people out there, they're just not real. They're not real people. Yeah. But anyway, the reason for it was I wanted to show people how to get out of the rat race, but regular people, like the ones that are, in my opinion, stuck. Mm -hmm. It's not the entrepreneurs like you, even though I could help a young man like yourself. Mm -hmm. You're already doing kick-ass. I'm not worried about Ryan Pineda. I'm worried about all the people that are still working for somebody else. All the people that want to be a Ryan Pineda, but don't know how they'll never get started. Their mindset's not right. Their skill sets aren't right. Their habits aren't right. So what do I do? Well, I just have to create an opportunity for them. So, I've, so I picked the financial services industry because it's made more millionaires than any other industry on earth. Mm. So you have a better chance of becoming a millionaire in that world than any other world.
1: It reminds me of the statistic that 90% of millionaires are made from real estate. And I'm like, I don't know if that's true. And then, you know, hearing that, that it's made more millionaires, I'm like, I don't know if that's true. Where does this data come from? I don't know. Ask Google. It's ask just, Siri. it's hearsay. It's At just an Siri. urban legend. Siri will tell us.
0: Siri did tell me. <laughs> so i'm just assuming i haven't verified and checked every industry in the world but siri according to siri google they said that uh more millionaires have been created in the insurance business the mm. financial services space right and if you think about it dude insurance companies a lot of money stupid amounts of money like bigger money than people can even imagine
1: i mean like at warren buffett you know that's his bread and butter is insurance.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, so, so I just put out a little bit of information. Hey, if you're trying to get out of the rat race, I can show you how, right? It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be insurance. Could be solar, mm-hmm. could be merchant services, could be light speed VT, could be whatever. But the bottom line is, is do you or do you not want to get out of the rat race? Because there's the ladder right there.
1: There's options.
0: You have to climb mm-hmm. and most people don't want to climb or they don't know how to climb.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're giving them options in different ways. I'm giving
0: them options because before I'd say here's what you go, here's how you sell, here's how you close, now go close. And then they wouldn't do anything because you didn't lead them to the actual industry or job. So I said, I got to figure out a way to give them a job.
1: Well, people need accountability too, right? Like if you were like, "Hey, here's how to close." And they're like, "Okay, I get how to close, but I don't have a job. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong." But if they come under real financial or real solar and now they're in your company and they're being trained and they're being held accountable to hitting their numbers and people are just going to do better.
0: Well we have the best pay plan, we have the best training, we have the best culture. So you put those together and it's almost a
1: no-brainer. Do they have to live in Vegas to do it or no
0: you can live anywhere in the 50 United States. Your license everywhere. Everywhere.
1: There we go. So yeah, you know, thinking of insurance, you and I were talking about this a while ago. Just like looking at guys like Patrick Bed-David, who was, I interviewed a few months ago. He just sold his um, insurance business for, and I don't know what the reported figure was, but multiple- Quarter bill. Quarter bill. Yep. $250 million. Then Then um, I know Ed Milet's- After eight years. Eight years. Ed Milet's he- been super successful with insurance. Ed
0: Milet's been extremely successful, all from insurance. Yeah.
1: But you never like even know that those guys were insurance because they they don't don't talk about it. They
0: don't want to tell anybody. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, I had to to talk with Patrick, talk with Ed, talk with all the people I know in that space. And I'm trying to piece together, how in the hell are these guys flying private, buying islands? (laughs) What are they doing, these people? And so once I started realizing what they're doing, I'm like, oh, that's pretty interesting. And then I started looking at their pay plans because Ed wanted me to do it with him. Yeah. And I looked at the whole pay plan. And I'm like, you're keeping most of the money at the top. Like how's anyone supposed to make money? Well, the way they make money is you get a bunch of people to do it. Well, I'm of the belief that if you allow the person doing the most of the work to make most of the money, it's going to work out better. Like I'd rather have a little bit from a lot of people than a lot from a few
1: Mm -hmm.
0: last longer. Right. I think it's a better... Value proposition. You'll have less turnover. Yeah. So I said, I said, I can't do it with you, buddy, because that pay plan's not proper. So I went and looked and looked and looked. And really, the best pay plan that was out there at the time was a company called FFL. So I didn't want to join FFL. I wanted to start my own FFL. Got it. So I got a hold of the people that owned FFL. And I said, listen, we need to make a deal. So I made a deal with them and started my own IMO. My own FFL. A lot of people think we are FFL or we're under FFL and we're with FFL. We're not. Real Financial is its own entity. It's its own PHP, which is Patrick's. Got it. And by the way, Patrick was with WFG, Ed's yeah. Ed's company. Yeah. But see, Ed works for WFG or with them. Yeah. I don't want that. I want to be the the main. You want to be WFG. I want to be the that's, IMO.
1: That's why Patrick left too. He wanted his own deal.
0: He wanted his. Well, no, he left because they weren't listening to him at WFG mm. and they didn't agree with some of his beliefs. So he quit and did his own. Looks Work, like it worked looks, out pretty good. Yeah, it <laughs> looks like he knew something after all.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because that could have been within the WFG organization. It probably wouldn't have, though. Again, PHP's not paying very well either. Right. Like, dude, PHP, WFG, Prime America, all of the main ones. They don't pay very well. That's why I said, let me change this. Let me let me let me give most of the money to the agent. Let me put the agent first, and the agents will start coming. And that's what happened. And 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 on top of it, I went and got my boy Andy Elliott. You yep. know Andy. He yep. was here. I got him to come on board and partner with me to get everybody trained. And
1: in- oh, so Andy's running the sales.
0: Andy's got all the training and events, and me and him both together is unstoppable, bro. Hmm. Andy and I together, dude, is better than Andy individually and definitely me individually. Yeah. Because because we're different. Very know? different. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, like, I love his message, and I've looked for the cracks in his game. There are none. Like, he's really like he acts. His team is literally real. Oh, yeah. Andy's real. Yeah. Now, I know other people that try to get their team to be like andy's actually is Mm. so in other words they put on a good show but they're not real when the cameras are off they're not that pumped they're Mm. not they don't believe what they're actually saying
1: Mm.
0: so anyway there's a difference so i got andy to come in and provide the the leadership the training and the culture and so now it's just exploding anybody and everybody just
1: partners on that now
0: yeah, anybody and everybody that wants to get out of the rat race that can get their insurance license, we will show you how to get the license, pay for your license, train you, plug you into all the weekly calls, live events, culture. I bring in all the hot dogs anyway, you know, yeah. all the big wigs. I bring them in to talk to us. We have events like people should like pay to go to, entrepreneurial-type events.
1: But, but your people in real financial get to go for free. Well, no?
0: If, Well, no. Okay. No, not necessarily. They get trained for free, but some of those events do cost money. They're paid money. Yeah. And then they have to buy leads. Right. Most people say, oh, there's the catch. Well, McDonald's has to buy napkins. What, what, what's your point? <laughs> like we're teaching people how to be home-based business owners.
1: Right. And
0: guess what? You don't have to buy leads. You can go drum them up from your friends and family if you'd like. Right. And then quit the business a month later because you didn't make any money. <laughs> <laughs> but why not just follow the program where people are making fifty, hundred thousand dollars 100000 a month like, like it's nothing? And there's work involved, but that's how you get out of the rat race, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Because most people, they don't, they'll, they'll never get out of the rat race because they never have enough left over to do something. You're yeah. not, you, not going to do something with 800 bucks.
1: You know, we had a viral TikTok um, from your show where-
0: That happens a lot.
1: It, it happens a lot,
0: but- How many TikTok followers are you up to?
1: Uh, 1.1 1. 1 million.
0: Nice. Broke a milli.
1: A milli, dude. So w- you said $20,000 does not get you much anymore. It's not enough to live on.
0: A year? A month. Oh, no. A month is where it starts to be.
1: Are, basically, you said life... Do- this is what you said. You said life doesn't begin until you've made 20000 a month.
0: Right. I agree. I do believe that. Why? Well, again, y- you can live on nothing and make $20,000 work and become, I would say, wealthy or the wealthy way, at least. Yep. It's just going to take a lot longer than if you were making more. But why 20000 Because, and I'm not talking about 19995 that's 20000 But like, if you're, let's say someone's making one hundred twenty grand a year, what are they paying in taxes? You're going to probably pay like 25, 30%. At least. Yeah. More like 40, but okay, let's say 30 yeah. So now they're bringing home how much?
1: At that point you just lost let's say, uh let's 40 say, grand.
0: Let's say 80 grand. Yep, so So they're now they're 80. taking home 80 grand. Yep. How much is rent on average anywhere? You got rentals 2000. Okay, now you got 6 grand left. Mm-hmm. How much is dry cleaning, cars, insurance, medical, toothpaste?
1: At least another 1500 or 2 grand.
0: You're you're going going pretty soon you only have a f- couple a couple grand left. And and a couple grands not going to get you rich. Now, read Richest Man in Babylon. They would say that's not true. Yeah, but they're talking about over a huge amount of time. I say we collapse time and we get rich quicker. And how Mm -hmm. do you get, and by the way, someone asked me the other day, what is, why is recurring revenue the best way to get rich? And I said, who said that? (laughs) And they said, well, what's the best way to get rich? And I said, quickly, (laughs) instantly.
1: Whoever's going to pay you a fat chunk right now.
0: And I'll tell you what's funny, dude. I'll get a bunch of negative comments about getting rich quick. Yeah. That's bad. There's no such thing. See, we're educated from very young ages to be worker bees and limited thinkers. Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with getting rich quick if you can figure out how. It is the best way to get rich. Now, some people will argue that. No, no, no. It's better that you take a long time so you learn and you don't lose it and blah, blah, blah. No, that's just all the educating and 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 information we've been doing over the years. Limiting ourselves, mm-hmm. I would say it's best to get rich quick.
1: I agree. I think that trying to build for the long term initially when you're broke is like not smart. You need to figure out how to make money right now. Go flip a house, go flip couches, go like do a high paying skill right now. Yeah. You know, your goal isn't to go buy a property that makes you a hundred bucks cash flow a month. That ain't making you rich. That ain't doing anything for you today. Like, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, great. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to live an epic life the next 10 years owning 5 rentals. You know, even if you had 5 rentals paid off, it's not clear. making you rich. Yeah, you ain't you ain't rich doing that. You're rich on paper, but you're not living. You're
0: not even rich on paper. Like, dude, don't you don't you think like when I was a kid, I thought I wanted to be a millionaire, mm-hmm. assuming that a millionaire was living at this whatever you want level. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize you need to be more than a millionaire, but I just figured a million dollars, you could have anything you wanted. Well, nowadays that's not true. No, I know a lot of people that are, their net worth is a million dollars, dude. And they're not that freaking set up and styling. No, they're on their way, but a million's not much anymore. Well, and even you if your the,
1: net worth is that you're, you could still have it tied up in illiquid assets that.
0: Well, I think you, you, know. you got to start, you know, the, the one went to 10 minimum. So like 10 million is the new million and i want to be more than just regular so i've set my sights on a billion
1: yeah we've talked about that
0: yeah that- and i would bet that i make it if you'd like to wager okay any amount of money you want i will bet you that i will be a billionaire and you can have anybody do the accounting and and verification okay before i die i'm not going to bet against you cuz what's funny what's <laughs> funny is if i died and i lost i'd be dead <laughs> Okay, there you
1: go. That's a good bet for you to make. Exactly. <laughs> oh, geez.
0: Oh you always have the stupidest things. Dude, listen, I heard you talking shit the other day with David Meltzer about my golf game.
1: <laughs> you saw that?
0: What are you doing? Dude, you know, he was asking. He Dude, was Dude, I've golfed ten times in my entire life and I can outdrive you.
1: Oh no, you can't. I outdrove you all day long. <laughs> we have the clips of the the two you hit on the fairway in eighteen holes, dude. Hey, that's
0: two that keeps me coming back.
1: <laughs> they were bombs. Hey,
0: they were pearls. <laughs> and out, outdri- and out drove you. Uh, you might have out drove me on that one. Now, for sure. how much money and time have you spent on golf? A
1: lot of time and money. A okay. lot. So again, but but I hate lot of on money.
0: someone that just naturally goes in and out drives your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brad, can you hate though?
1: In my golf career of you know the golf with Ryan product. It's made about three hundred thousand dollars in a year. No,
0: that was brilliant. I love that that type of stuff. To me, is why I go, man. This kid's pretty smart because mm-hmm. all you're doing is basically saying, "Hey, I'm going to go golf anyway. You guys want to spend time with me? Give me ten G's and come golf, or yeah. twenty or fifty. And eventually, dude, you could be it could be a hundred grand game. It just depends on what's the discussion, yeah. While and who's with us? Who's right. in the foursome? Like yeah. when I went that one time, you you probably sold the fact that I was going to be there.
1: I don't even remember who we went with. <laughs>
0: I don't know, but there I, were two- I think it was
1: my employees. They, there were, there <laughs> were
0: two others, and and, yeah. and and you were telling me that you were charging. I'm like, dude, that's a pretty good idea. But that would be a good reason to, to invest and get good.
1: At golf, to do at those golf. things. Yeah.
0: Because I will get good at golf in about three years when I have time. What's to, happening
1: in three years? Like what? Well,
0: I'll probably be selling all my stuff.
1: That's when you're going to become a billionaire. You're going to sell all the stuff.
0: I will more than likely sell it and get real close or use the initial capital that I'll get from the exit. And go out and triple it.
1: What would be the plan after that? You go sell real financial or whatever. What else happens?
0: Well, I'm going to sell everything.
1: Okay. You sell the entire parent company.
0: Everything that I own. Yep. Then what? Then I'm going to invest probably 80% of it into certain things and retire.
1: Mm. That's cool. Be a philanthropist. No, you're not.
0: Yeah, I am. That's what you're going to do? Yeah. I'm going to run around and help other people get there. All right. Dude, I don't know if you remember back when you were struggling. I do. Don't you wish someone would have showed you everything you had to learn on your own? Yeah, a thousand percent. It's hard winging it
1: and figuring things well, out. Well, not
0: only that, you're lucky you did figure it out. Right. But I want to go help people get it to where the people that are willing to work, those people deserve the the shortcuts, the the blueprints. Why? Because they're willing to do the work. And no one's saying you can... You can Easily get rich or get wealthy. Right. But you can get rich and you can get wealthy. And that is the truth. The question is, is how? And I think people like us that have figured it out the hard way mm-hmm. should should deliver it well, to those that haven't. So they don't have to learn as 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 hard.
1: Well, the question that you're answering is how quickly do you want to do it? Right. Because there's a lot of paths of how to do it in the long run. But what you're saying is how can you do it quickly?
0: Well, I mean, it depends on your age. Right. To me, if I were 20, oh, I got 30 years to get rich. Dude, it's way better if you got rich in a year. <laughs> <laughs> right. So ultimately, you're solving problems. So the question is, is how big of a problem can you solve? And that's usually going to indicate your opportunities.
1: How much you get paid. I think I remember you telling me that you're, the, the amount of money you get paid is in equal proportion to the problems that you solve. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love the billionaire goal. I mean, you told me that maybe like, uh, I don't even know, maybe a year ago. I remember I was calling you. I was like, hey, I want you to speak at my event. And you were like, yeah, dude. And I don't even know how we started talking about it. But you were telling me about real financial well before it was ever made. And you're like, this is my plan to become a billionaire. And you were like, you should become a billionaire too. And you know, I had Grant sitting in where you're sitting a couple weeks ago. And he's like, yeah, you should become a billionaire. Like, There's no reason not to like the the opportunity is there, and so I've never publicly like said that that was a goal. But now, after like being in business and being around guys like you and Grant, I'm like, all right, it's the goal. Like, let's do it. Why
0: not? Yeah, but to me, that's the new millionaire you said ten million was the new millionaire literally, literally, <laughs> yeah, but, but billionaire's but, the new thing when I was a kid yeah. dreaming of being a millionaire, I was dreaming of being a billionaire. I just didn't know it right.
1: Living like just like I was a ju- crazy life, just everything in abundance. Yeah, being a millionaire is not a crazy life at all. No, but 10 millionaire, nah, not really, millionaires, nah, pretty you're good. You're
0: starting to live comfortably then. <laughs> you got you to gotta get into the centimillionaire. Is that what it is? Yeah, the centimillionaire. Is? You got you to gotta get to 100 million before you're starting to like, I mean, you can ball at, you know, 30, 40 million dollars per year in income, net, especially, but. When I think of balling out of control, I'm talking about like you know owning hotels. I'm talking about like Trump shit. Yeah, your
1: your definition of being a baller is very different. Hey, how
0: do you like uh, your your um, president Biden? I know you voted for him. How, how I like
1: him? <laughs> I did not vote for? Him. <laughs> how do you like how he's doing? Man, dude, we're not in a good spot. Did dude. you get the what? Did I get the vaccine? No.
0: Well, don't say it because then they'll. Suppress the episode.
1: I've I've said it many times. It's it's all good.
0: I know, but they'll still suppress the episode. And we don't want that. We want it to go
1: worldwide. Oh, geez. So did you but, get it?
0: Hell no. But if you <laughs> but if you if you look if you look at this video, I'll send you. I'm sure you've probably seen it. It's called Died Suddenly. Yeah. Have you seen it? No. Dude, I'll send it to you. Okay. Crazy. Send it to everybody you know that got vaccinated. Oh, geez. <laughs> Dude, they're like what they're saying are all the embalmers. Embalmers. That's what they do with a body once you've died. Once it's dead, yeah. You know they go to the funeral home and the, and the embalmers embalm you. They're saying that they can't get the fluid through these bodies, and there's bunches of them, and 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 there's and their arteries are clogged with this like calamari type substance, and there's doctor after doctor after doctor swearing by it, and I'm like, whoa.
1: Are you like, sure this isn't fake news, dude? It could be. I'm, so I'm not a uh, conspiracy theorist on those. Neither times. am
0: I. But again, I'm also open to listening. I am
1: open to listening. You to, know,
0: and at the end of the day, like for example, mm-hmm. there are truly people that believe our population will soon make us all in, all extinct.
1: Yeah, on the extreme.
0: But there's real people that think that. Yeah. And so and so, if that's the case, and they've done these these models to where, hey, if we don't do something, we're all going to perish. Well, then, and I was up in that echelon of, you know, world controllers, because that's what they are. If they believe that, like the conspiracy theorists say they do, dude, we're in some trouble. (laughs) We're in some trouble, bro.
1: (laughs) You know, um, Elon has the opposite view. He thinks population's going to decline.
0: That's what he said is a bigger problem.
1: Yeah. That's what he thinks is. That's why he has eight kids. Yeah. Like he thinks. I've done my job. How many you got now? Seven. Seven kids. So he thinks population is going to decline in the coming years because people are having less and less kids. And, you know, with less people, there's less innovation. There's less, you know, production happening and all that stuff. Real quick, if you haven't heard my book, The Wealthy Way is coming out December 13th. I have been working on this book for years and I'm super excited about it. And I want to have a massive launch I'm going to need your help. So here's what we are going to do. You can actually pre-order the book on Amazon right now on the Kindle version. And the best part is that Kindle version is only going to be 99 cents. Now, this book is a lot more valuable than 99 cents, but I want to get it in everyone's hands. So you can support by ordering it there right now. Now, on December 13th, you can get access to the paperback. You can get access to the Audible and all that good stuff. But that's not all we're doing. If you want to really support and leave a review for the book, I'm actually going to be giving away a free course that I created called Business Builder Academy. This is teaching everyone how to start a business from start to scratch, how to figure out your branding, your products, sales, marketing, everything that I've done to start up all of my businesses. I've put into this academy and I'm going to give it to you completely free as long as you leave a review on Amazon. So think about it, you can go buy the book for a dollar, leave a review and get a course worth thousands. So if you want to support and you want to get access to that, go to wealthywaybook.com, okay? Wealthywaybook.com, you'll be able to go pre-order it, you'll be able to submit proof of your review, and you're going to get access to that course. So I appreciate all you guys. Let's have a huge launch for this book and change some lives. <laughs> You've got both ends of the spectrum. I think that reminds me of that, it wasn't the Da Vinci Code, but I think it was the book after that where they were talking about population, you know... um, growing too fast and they needed to get rid of population
0: so hmm. so my boy gc was here did he have anything uh world changing to say or is it just yeah 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 10x
1: no no it was good man it was good what did he say um we just talked about like sacrifice and things you get to sacrifice to get to the next level um we talked about you know what it takes to become a billionaire and the things you can do we talked about the real estate market and biden and <laughs> And everything else. So where where we see things going and, you know, what it's going to take to do well in this recession and what
0: it is. I'll have to listen to the episode.
1: I'm offended you haven't listened to it by now.
0: Yeah. I don't really. I Two don't, of
1: your favorite people on the same episode. You, you somehow heard me talking crap about you with Dave Meltzer.
0: I saw a clip. Yeah. I follow you on social media and I saw a little clip. Yeah.
1: And you're like, why is he talking about and me? And
0: you took footage of me doing it and played it, which I didn't sign a release.
1: You know, I don't know where the footage came from. Yeah. Probably your Instagram
0: story. Maybe, <laughs> but I'm going to get my golf game back, brother. And when I do, I I wouldn't say back because I've never really had it. I used to like shoot in the '90s. Yeah, um, I can see that. But but I but I knew that I'd have to go practice to beat it. So I stopped playing. I was I played maybe, and I'm not exaggerating, 25 times my whole life. Right. That's not bad for 25 games.
1: No. No. And, I'm doing it again this year. You, Matter of
0: fact, do you want to go to the governor's black tie and be on my golf team? Or are you getting yeah, a team? Let's do it. Are you getting a team or no?
1: Um, I didn't even know about the black tie last time you told me, yeah. but uh, well, I'm,
0: I got a team. So I'll join your team. Yeah. But I need two other ringers. So it'll be, I got me, all the ringers and, and two ringers.
1: I got two ringers. And I'm
0: talking about ringers. Cause dude, there's a lot of good people there and they cheat. And <laughs> They cheat. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, it's all for charity and there's a bunch of rich old bastards there and dude, they cheat. Yeah. No, we'll be good. Gary Goetz, I'm not saying he's one of them that cheats, but he's one that puts it on. <laughs> no, I know. And so Southern Highlands, you know where it is. Yeah. And do they got the nice restaurants on each hole serving food? They give wonderful gifts. Yeah. It's a great time. Raising good money for good stuff. Yeah. No, I'm <clears> but I need a I need a squad because I'm gonna I wanna win one damn time. All right.
1: Well, you're going to have a squad. We're not going to rely on you much.
0: You won't rely on me at all. Exactly. Although I do get a couple of knocks. You'll get a couple of putts in here or there? Yeah. Yeah. I get handicapped to a point where I I, can use my hole on a couple occasions. Last year or the year before, it was closest to the pin to see if you could uh, shoot for the million. Hole in one gets you a million. Okay. If you want to shoot for the million, um, closest was a thousand. In is a million. Yeah. So I forget what hole it is. It's the one that's over the water and it's, you know, it's on that other side. So I got within six inches of the hole. Wow. And so that qualified me to swing. Now, you know how I golf. So it's like, I'm hoping I don't (laughs) duff the ground or go right or go left or hit the crowd that's watching. But I got in because of that kick-ass one putt. People are one,
1: expecting like really good guys to be on there. Or you
0: wouldn't be up there. Right. That was their whole purpose. Yep. So I get up there and I'm telling, my friend already knows that I don't really golf and I'm and, and I'm like, oh my God, dude, I'm going <laughs> last. I keep going last, waiting for the last. Finally, everybody's watching. I get up there. Someone asked me, what am I using? I took, I, I believe a f- five. Okay and got up there and just whoosh, perfect swing, perfect freaking shot came within freaking this far of going in the hole. I was the closest one. I won wow. the, I won the thousand. <laughs> Everybody there thinks I'm a kick-ass golfer. Cause I just walked up and it was like, Oh my God, it's going in.
1: <laughs> I was the closest. That's crazy. You know, we said we're going to um, have to start, Golf with Ryan and Brad. We're gonna have to get that one going.
0: Well, like I told you, bro, if you wanna cut me in, yeah, I'll use my people. Yeah. That, you know, you do the teaching and I'll just do the the joking. Yep. And when we're done, <laughs> they got paid. They got their money's worth.
1: All right. We're gonna do it. We're gonna advertise Ryan. if you wanted to golf with me and Brad, comment below and we'll we'll get that one going.
0: It'll be fun. We'll bring the cigars. The cigars. A couple shots.
1: Yeah. Have lunch.
0: Why not? And fun. who knows, maybe form a relationship.
1: That's See, the big thing.
0: Well, that's the thing people don't understand, man. Like people always ask me, Brad, how do you, how do I get in these rooms? How do I get around all these players and, and whatnot? And I said, well, look, there's a couple of ways. Number one, you become one, mm-hmm. become a player, become influential. And that's how you hang that's around. That's the hard one. Yeah, but that's one way to do it. Yep. And then the second one is pay them.
1: Yep. That's the easy way.
0: It's like people don't realize that if someone said, Brad, I want to come shadow you for a day. I was thinking about creating this course, and you should too. $25,000 shadow me for the day. What does that mean? Just hang out with me. <laughs> Follow me around. Listen to my meetings. Ask questions. We'll go to lunch. We'll end it with a cigar and dinner, and you get the whole day to ask and do whatever you want. And people are like, well, what, what am I going to get from that? Who are you going to meet while you're there? What kind of deals could you put together? What kind of relationships could you forge that will produce far more money? Yeah. But most people aren't thinking like that. They're thinking, well, what am I going to get for my 25 grand? You know, you get to hang out with me and meet whoever I know and maybe build a relationship to where now your well-being is my concern. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, like, what makes me think of that is like, I think it may have been you too, where we were talking about relationship capital being- like the most important form of capital, like being able to get attention and being able to have certain relationships, like that's what gets you to the next level. And, you know, we were talking about Andy Elliott, um, you know, recently. And I remember when I was on your podcast over a year ago, I asked you. I said, hey, who's like the most, you know, under the radar guy that you've interviewed and seen? And you were like, there's this guy, Andy Elliott, like, people don't know who he is yet, but this dude is a savage. And I'd never heard of him. Didn't know who he is. He's into car sales, right?
0: Was. I got him out. I'm, I'm basically raising him up to, to be the new king.
1: Right. And that's the point, right? Andy and you develop a relationship. You're now partners in this new thing with much bigger opportunity than car sales.
0: Sounds like a repeat of Grant Cardone and I.
1: Yeah. And... Then you introduce me to Andy and Andy and I are friends now. And, you know, it's just like, uh, I'm releasing my new book, The Wealthy Way. It's like when I'm going to go launch this book, I got a lot of friends who are going to go help me and talk about it. And it's great. Like that's relationship capital. That's right. Yeah.
0: It's better than Pineda Capital.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, seriously, though, if you would ask me what's more important, like having a good apartment deal or good real estate deal or even money, or having attention and relationships, attention and relationships would be worth far more.
0: Yeah. You've heard the old saying would you rather have $10 million or 10 million friends, real friends? The friends. Of course. Cause I mean, you could all ask them all for $10 and you'd have 100 million. <laughs> there you go. Relationships are always more important than money. Right. I made a mistake uh, with Grant uh, a while back to where I put money over relationships. He put money over relationships, which strained our relationship. And it probably cost me a lot. And quite frankly, it probably cost him a lot, even though he still did fine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if I could go back, I'd have just, you know, like, I remembered my rule, which is now relationships over money.
1: Right. You might have a disagreement, but
0: Dude, just if, deal with uh, it. If it's if it's over money, like if, I, if me and you made a deal, and i said to you okay ryan you do this for me and when i start making all this money i'll give you x amount of it which was is my deal usually yeah and we agree and then two three years later a lot of money's coming in and i say why am i giving you this money matter of fact i'm going to give you half from now on you've you've made enough now i'm gonna give you half would that be fair would you have anything to say? I'd be like, dude, like we had a deal. Exactly. You'd focus on the money because you feel slighted, which is what I did. I should have said no problem. Yeah. Because I did make a lot of money so far and I could have made 10 times more had I just valued the relationship instead of the money. Right. See the difference? Mm -hmm. And same goes for, for him. A lot of people call me and they're like, well, you didn't name him in the book, but was that GC? And I'm like, well, you know, if 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 you're not smart enough to realize who it was, don't ask. <laughs> but <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, it, it it's just lessons I've learned the hard way, and right. that's one of the lessons I've learned. You know, I'm relational. Some people are transactional. Mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah. I think it's more important to be relational. Now, again, that doesn't mean stupid. That just means focus on preserving the relationship more so than the money, because if the relationship dies, the money will too. Right. So if you're focusing on the money over relationships, soon you'll have neither.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that definitely people focus on transactions a ton and they get so caught up and offended and, you know, taken aback by like a situation like that. And their pride gets in the way where they're just like, no, dude, a deal's a deal, whatever. Right. Versus looking at the totality of everything just saying like yeah i mean three years later that the situation has changed like for us to continue going forward we're gonna have to switch some things up and you know i don't know the full details of what happened with you guys but just knowing grant's career of like yeah i mean that dude in three years blew up from where he was three years prior and he put in a lot of work to get there he did many things and you helped him definitely along the way and like i feel it even for me because i've um you know, grown a lot in the last three years and I'm going to continue to grow a lot three years from now. And a lot of my core team has been with me through those three years. And, you know, even now it's like, well, are those people going to be the ones that get me to the next level? Right? Like, or
0: can they grow with you?
1: Exactly. Right. And, you know, with where I'm at today, is it fair, this kind of agreement we had three years ago when it was a lot more equal and who was bringing what value? And today it's not so equal, Right if I'm bringing the majority of the value today. So I think like it's having the awareness to understand when situations change that, you know, you got to adapt. I mean, businesses always have to adapt. So do partnerships and everything else.
0: Sure. But I, I will go on the record to say, you know, I don't change deals. Yeah. I honor them.
1: And the deal was going to be like lifetime period. That's the hard part of a deal (laughs) is a lifetime
0: deal. Well, again, don't make it then. Right. Say, hey, let's see how this goes for a year. I'm not committing to anything. Right. But that's not the deal. The deal was, I'll show you how to do this, this, and this. I'll pay for it all. All you have to do is do what I tell you to do, and this will happen. Okay, deal. Boom. That happened. Then now we want to renegotiate. Now, listen, renegotiation is a nice way of saying renege on the deal. Mm -hmm. You know, but like I said, Looking back, I should have said no problem because, because number one, you know, I was making a lot of money, s- still am, still do, um, with him. I would have made more if I would have said no problem. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even have looked at the money like, buddy, no problem, bro. Is that, is that what, is that what you need, dog? Yeah. No problem, man. Lock it. Boom. No problem. Pay me half. Cool. That's still a ton. Love you. Mm-hmm. Where when are we hanging? Let's play some backgammon. Dude, come get me in the jet again let's go let's go to the freaking seventh game of the world series again Mm. what are you doing dog shit i seen y'all you know build the relationship that would have been the case i would have made far more than i've made without that right why well because i started at 10x with him like the very first 10x a lot of people think was in florida it wasn't but i'm the one that Basically, got him to do 10x. So I, that's why I was allowed to speak there. But when I was speaking there, I had no idea how to take that attention and monetize it. <laughs> I was just up there, and people are like, "Dude, you, 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 we love Brad because he comes out here and he doesn't sell us anything." Because those were kind of yeah pitch fest type things. Mm-hmm. Brad never sold us anything. Brad, we like that. We don't want to be sold. We bought a big expensive ticket, but in reality, it, 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 there was a lot of people being sold, and and the majority of the money was being made at the event not not from the tickets to the event. Right. And I would have been on the the next three stages, I'm sure. Had I just said no problem, dog, and then the third one, I would have recognized, oh, I know how to monetize this, made millions. Oh, the fourth one? Another Repeat. another millions. Yeah. So I would I'm probably out 10-20 million, not to mention a bunch of relationships I could have had. You know, cuz Grant knows a lot of people. That some bitch gets around. <laughs> he does. Yep.
1: So what's it like today? I mean, obviously now you're no, like now
0: now now we're we're still buddies. Um I I assumed we were tight. So I would not say that anymore, right? Like in other words, we're buddies. Like he'll take my call, I'll take his. We do business together and that's where it's at. I I I you know I'm easy to, like, bond with somebody to yeah. where like, oh, we're buddies now, like good buddies. And in my mind, good buddies don't do that to each other, right? Like, if I have to take from you so I have more, I'll figure out something else. I might, I might ask you to help me figure out how to get more, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to take yours mm-hmm. so I have more, right?
1: Well, especially when everyone's eating already,
0: and boy, were we eating, <laughs> and 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 we're still eating,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: no. It yeah, makes there's sense. plenty of there's plenty of food. Nobody needed half a mine. Yeah. However, whatever. Hey, man. Whatever. <laughs> so, you know, I and think if he's if he's watching this, you know, he knows it's the truth. Yeah. Which is funny too, because when he was on my podcast, I was expecting him to kind of not admit it, but he admitted it. He admitted old BL was <laughs> instrumental. <laughs> BL was a core member. I like of to say, like Grant. Is literally a a bad impression of me.
1: <laughs> You're the mastermind.
0: No, he he. When I met Grant, dude, he wore a tie. He was quiet, conservative. Was not like he is today.
1: How long? Ago was I that? brought how him old, out. How old I, was he? Like how old? Well, it was long probably
0: ago? fifteen years ago.
1: Fifteen years ago. Okay, so he I, hadn't got on social media. No, uh, he just was he just, he
0: just trained car salesman. Yeah. Period. Now he was re- invested in real estate,
1: and, that and I, didn't,
0: I didn't teach him that or show him that at all. He he was doing that anyway. If anything, I should have learned from him when I first met him, and I'd probably be way better off in that regard too, because he definitely knows real estate. But he was he was taking all of his money that he was making training, and put it in real estate, which mm-hmm. turned out to be a good thing at that point. Um, but but no one knew who he was uh, other than car salesmen, car dealerships. You know, he had no book. None of that. So, oh he might have had a book, but it was car salesman type stuff.
1: He's similar to where Andy Elliott. Was. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, so again, I, I had already started the the speed training system. I already had the coolest technology out there. So, so I approached and made him a deal, and I said, "I'll show you how to do all this." And when I first started hanging out with him, like he was very conservative. He was not like he is today. Mm-hmm. And after hanging out with me, you know, I I, I loosened <laughs> people up. I I bring people, I I get people to become more real. And I think I brought him out of his shell. You'd have to ask him next time he's here.
1: Yeah, I will. I'm going to see Bradley. I'm I'm literally seeing him next week. Actually
0: say Bradley claims that he pretty much made you.
1: (laughs) I will tell him that. Yeah. I'll
0: see what he says and say, uh, I'll text him right now. Okay. I, I believe say Bradley believes that he made you.
1: All right. I'm gonna say what what are your thoughts on that? <laughs> Off the record. <laughs> and if you guys want to hear the on the record <laughs> response, let me know.
0: Dude, I was thinking about that on my podcast, you know, leaving the microphone hot after they think it's over. And <laughs> call it hot mic. Ah. That could get people in a lot of trouble. Well, that's why I wouldn't do it because you'd be violating a lot of people's trust. But I'm telling you, sometimes when when my show's over and I hit the off button, yeah, that's when some shit goes down and you hear some shit. And I'm like, <laughs> why didn't you say that on the air? Like that's what
1: people want to hear. Right. Well, what I like is, I mean, even talking now, you've you're just keeping it real, like you said. Like you said, like, hey, I didn't like that Ed's you know, plan was this, I didn't like Patrick's. And so I did it myself. I didn't like how Grant did that. Like you're not hiding anything.
0: Well, because dude, (laughs) listen, I mean, at the end of the day, I can't, I can't be known as the real Brad Lee and then not be that way. First of all, second of all, I think I am that way because I'm confident and secure without anybody's approval. Meaning I don't need Ed Milette to like me. I like myself. And Ed liking me doesn't make me any better of a person, and it definitely his 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 not liking me. If he didn't, doesn't make me worse of a person. Mm-hmm. So I just tell the truth, and I, I'm just assuming that no one's going to be offended because why would the truth? The, why would the truth offend anybody? <laughs> like again, if 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 GC were to watch this and be like, dude, why are you telling people? I would say, put me on a lie detector and put him on a lie detector. And then ask the same questions and the same answers will come out because it's the truth. Yeah. And if the truth offends you, then I apologize. Matter of fact, I always used to say, allow me to apologize in advance. <laughs> and, then, and then somebody we know put, a, put it on a shirt. Oh. And the other day I said, uh, uh, let me apologize in advance. And somebody said, dude, you're like a wish version of Grant Cardone. I said, well, then I need my money back. Okay, I need a <laughs> refund. The wish version, but 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 for the first time, dude, people started chiming in to defend me. Which which again, there's levels to the game, and once you start having people defending you, even especially with other influencers, dude, like Andrew Tate, he's famous for it, bro.
1: Like go
0: talk shit on Andrew Tate, dude. Him, his minions will tear your ass up. (laughs) They will. They will tear your ass up, and rightly so because because again he's given them the truth. Yeah. Now again his opinion in some cases I believe is a little bit um let's call it dramatic. Yeah. But but that's because he's smart and he knows that he needs attention. You
1: have to be dramatic.
0: But if, when you really listen to what he's talking about, dude, I haven't heard anything I don't agree with other than again, you know, humping 10 bitches. Like I don't I don't want to do that. Like I <laughs> Personally, I think that's dangerous. <laughs> I would not recommend that. That is that is dangerous. But if you want that, this is how you get that. He's correct with that. Right. And He I, has I him, he experience. Coming on, I'm coming on Dropping Bombs in uh, January. Do you? And then I have to go to uh, Dubai in March for a speech, and he lives there now. Oh. So hopefully I'll be able to sit with him. How'd, and, you, how'd you get him on Dropping Bombs? You know, what's crazy is before even he was famous, famous, he shot me an email and said, "Let's let's do a podcast and break the internet." Really? And all I and all I replied was, "You know, talk to Maria."
1: Because <laughs> a lot of people hit you up. And I he didn't was, know who he, was, he was, was a nobody by then. At that point,
0: I, well, he was still somebody. He okay. was somebody way before he was what he is today. Like in Romania and where he was, he, he's been famous for a while in his own country, right? But on the internet, super famous like he is now. No. Nobody knew who he was. Well, I mean,
1: nobody's. At that level of fame now. Like that's and nobody nobody
0: knew who he was, and neither did I. But I don't treat people differently. If I would have known it was him um now, I wouldn't have said talk to Maria. Yeah,
1: you would have hit him up.
0: I would have said, dude, here's my (laughs) cell. Call me. (laughs) Let's figure work this shit out, dog. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do want to interview him. I got Dan Pena coming. Okay. Um, just did Carlos Mencia. Mm. Dane Cook.
1: You're doing some random people now. Like, well, I'm starting I'm starting
0: to, you know. I, I have a lot of, I'm, I'm getting close to, I think a million downloads a month. So it's getting, it's getting pretty sizable. Yeah. So. And how long have you been of doing res- it now? Out of responsibility to my audience, which is fondly known as the bomb squad. The bomb squad. For the bomb squad, I'm going to start reaching out and trying to get the, the bigger names, the celebrities. So, um, but I'll always take good stories. So you don't have to know the people. It just has to be a good story. Yeah. Like what happened, and can you teach us something? Can you get, can you talk about something to where somebody listening somewhere can get some value?
1: Right. Well, when Tate comes, tell him to stop by and film one with me too.
0: Well, I don't think he's coming. I think I'm going to be doing it over Zoom. Oh, okay. Uh, it, but when I go to Dubai, yeah, I will. I will do it in person. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I'm going to close him on that when he does the Zoom version in January. Ah. Patrick, yeah. bet David got him first, which. Like a five hour interview. I know, but like that, I wanted to be the first one with Tate. Yeah. But whatever, Patrick's a good interviewer. I like the way Patrick interviews.
1: Oh yeah. Well, think about this. You know, Elon recently let Tate and Trump and all these guys back on Twitter. 100%. And I'm like, dude, that was so smart because all these guys were colluding against all these guys, all these social media platforms. And Elon's like, nah, dude, come on back. You guys are running an illegal monopoly colluding, and I'm going to get all the traffic with these guys. They're going to have to let them all back on to compete.
0: Yeah, the media says that Twitter's in a decline when in reality... <laughs> no, they're killing it. Their 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 membership is higher than ever. Yep. I, I, I mean, I never unsubscribed or canceled my account, but I'm checking it now more.
1: Yeah, it's a lot more going on. And it's just
0: crazy when you see the people that, like, they honestly believe that the Biden administration is doing wonderful. <laughs> they're the same ones that, that that get really pissed off at anyone that decides not to wear a mask. Yep. And they're the same ones that didn't let their family come over for Christmas because they weren't vaccinated. Crazy. It's crazy.
1: So what do you think's going to happen with Biden in the next election, dude? I mean, he's doing such a good job.
0: Gone. <laughs> He's gone. 1,000% gone. Even if it's another Democrat. Yeah. It's not going to be that one. He shit his pants, bro. (laughs) There should be a rule automatically. (laughs) There should be a rule automatically. If you're the president of the United States representing the United States, you're representing us. You are not allowed to shit your pants, period.
1: (laughs) I didn't know he did that.
0: He shit his pants, dude. Meeting with the Pope. (laughs) On TV.
1: I'm going to have to go watch that clip. So, uh, who who would you rather have be the president right now or the next election?
0: Well, I would like to say Ron DeSantis. Okay, he's like the the head Republican, right? I haven't. Well, he just ran everything, in my opinion, swimmingly during COVID. He handled everything. He didn't listen to the hype. He he was like monoclonal antibodies, which now is obviously the known cure, or not cure, but remedy he was giving those out until the, you know, the fed stopped him. He was, he was doing all the things that somebody with no nefarious agenda would do. Right. Like, in other words, he seemed to be the only one, not just him, also Christy Nome from South Dakota and a few other ones, but I just like the way he ran things. And, and quite frankly, you know, I would say Trump, cause I like Trump. He's just fine. He's a businessman, but I think that might cause too much,
1: Polarization. Yeah.
0: So where now we got to deal with the drama. Like with DeSantis, I don't think there'd be that drama.
1: So you like Trump's like the result he would get, the policies, but you don't want to deal with the drama that having him is going to cause.
0: Yeah, because he's a businessman. Yeah. I mean, dude, the government is a business. I mean, the United States is a business, regardless of what people think. It's all a business. And he was a businessman. So he was going to, you know, stop all the backroom stupidity. And, you know, the self-enrichment from all the politicians, he was draining the swamp. He was, he was redoing deals that we did because someone was getting paid off from those deals. Mm. Like, dude, he broke deals that were just like, who made these deals? He's like, who's made these deals? Yeah. Well, what he didn't realize is the people that made those deals are very, 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 very very powerful. Mm Mm-hmm yeah yeah and what do you do then because again like i said dude listen
1: i don't think anyone likes biden i mean that's even the the most hardcore there's
0: there's a few people that dude bro it's the craziest thing (laughs) i've never i i can't imagine that that's the case but it is go throw it on a poll you'll get a couple you'll get a couple (laughs) yeah there's people following you right now that like think he's doing fine yeah. Otherwise you'd do a poll on social media and it'd be Zero, you'd get zero. And I don't, <laughs> I don't, I'll bet you, you get some.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm thinking like even the, the most hardcore supporters would be like, yeah, I mean like I, I can't say I love what he's doing, but I, he's fine.
0: Dude, he shit his pants. <laughs> his, his son, for some reason is not in jail with the, with the laptop of, of factual, Laptop from hell. What,
1: what do you think about this uh, FTX stuff with them donating? Why is
0: nobody in jail?
1: Yeah, this guy committed the biggest fraud like literally ever. But he gave 40 million to, to Biden and he's
0: no biggie. Fine. It's cool. <laughs> nobody raided his house. But, <laughs> no. they, but they raided Trump's. Right. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, this episode is not going to get any play whatsoever. We're going to get a black helicopter coming out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get. I'm gonna audited. have to think next time I You're gonna invite start, Bradley.
1: I'm gonna have to get some bullet points next time dude, to keep you on track. Hey, Pineda's is gonna be audited. It's crazy. We're gonna I have was, to. We'll, was, we'll post it on Twitter. I was. Elon just will allow it.
0: I was just audited. Um, came and went perfectly. So. Yeah, I don't know why people get have you scared ever of been lines. audited. No. This this episode is gonna get you audited.
1: I mean, we have all the books right there. I own a tax company. <laughs> like, go look at them
0: that's what that's what you feel when you're doing shit right right yeah that's why i always say dude ethics and integrity yeah look at the chrisleys
1: i saw something about that what
0: happened with them bank fraud tax evasion wow lying cheating screwing evading a, a reality drama faking.
1: a reality drama tv show about being rich you would never imagine that that would be a thing
0: well, it started with like Paris Hilton, didn't it? Yeah. Well, just like Paris you know. Hilton made Kim Kardashian.
1: Yeah, they're friends. Not crazy. I was talking about that with someone the other day. Of like, and that
0: just goes to show you relationships how things can change. Relationships. Well, no, well was, I mean, Paris was the was the big thing. Yeah. And then now Kim dwarfs her. Yeah. Things happen. People change. Times change. Mm-hmm. Tides change. You got to adjust. And some days, you wake up and you realize, well, you're not the king anymore. Mm-hmm. There's a new king, and his name is Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You you I always, like all your branding though, huh, folks? Look at
1: that. There we go. You always tell me the dumbest joke every time I see you. you uh, according to you, maybe. You know what joke I'm talking about? No. It's how you ask for advice. The way that you ask people for advice.
0: How? You I, must be thinking of somebody else.
1: No, I'm thinking about you. I have a joke about how I ask for advice. Yep. You say, hey, let me give you a hypothetical. You wake up in the morning, you look down. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll let you tell your joke.
0: It's not a joke. I know. It's usually when I'm talking to people, it's usually when I'm talking to folks and I want to get inside their head. I say, what would you do if you woke up tomorrow, looked down, saw that your dick was a little bigger and you realized you became me? What would you do? And Uh, then then I listen to what they have to say and if they could put themselves in my position, because sometimes that perspective would be, you know, fresh. Why? Well, because dude, what would you do if you were me? That's what I want to know. Like what would you do if you were me? People be like, Well, I'd do this and I'd do this. And I'd be thinking ooh, I didn't even think of that. Like 'cause you're you're looking at it from a different angle. <laughs> That's the but
1: just asking for advice every time I've seen you do that, you've told me that joke at least three times. And it's I'm like, Brad, like <laughs> You could just ask what you think I should do.
0: Yeah, but it's not a joke. I, I wanted to paint the picture. Like you woke up, you realized, you looked down, you realized you had a much larger member yep. than you did the day before when you were you. Yep.
1: <laughs> now I got to decide what I'm going to do with all this glory. <laughs> <laughs> huh? That's what I'm talking that, about.
0: That's why you have seven kids. Well, no, it's not really. <laughs> that's that's uh, why I don't have 17. 17 how was it managing that many kids dude well i mean i had them and, along and- i had them along the way so i only had you know one when i was 17 then one when i was 19. wow you had kids that young yeah then another one when i was 22 then another one when i was 25 and then another one when i was 40 no 42 so they, they they've been phased over time i'm getting better let's just put it that way are there going to be more yeah, you know, I, I, I'm not going to stop humping. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> and whatever happens, happens.
0: Hey, that's not up to me,
1: <laughs> dude. You know what's good? You actually told me this too. You, uh, you said you were going to lose a lot of weight and take things serious. And you look good, dude. Starting to. Thank you. How much? How much uh, weight have you lost? I haven't lost any. That's the weirdest. No, you've shit. lost from last year. No, same weight. Just well, then your body diff- composition is changing. That's
0: all that's changing. Right. My body fat was about 27%. And now? It's like 14, 15.
1: Yeah. That's about what I am.
0: No. Yeah. You're leaner than I am. Well, then I'm 18, 19.
1: (laughs) You got to get... So I always... I'm trying
0: to get to nine. Okay. Once I finish at nine, then I'm going to just design a lifestyle, and whatever that equals will where I'll land. That's where I've been.
1: I've been just like on my lifestyle diet, but...
0: Because I I like to enjoy, dude, sometimes. Like, I'm not going to... Like, I like healthy food, but like, for example, cucumbers. I love cucumbers. But they're better when you dip them in ranch. Bro,
1: your boy Andy Elliott and his team are yoked.
0: They're all yoked. They work out every day nonstop. Yeah.
1: They got to be strict diets to be that yoked.
0: But, But to them, it's not even... It's all it's a game. It's just lifestyle. It's all a game. Yeah. They wake up fire-breathing dragons, eating nails and spitting blood.
1: And you're trying to enjoy some life along the way. Well,
0: listen, I'm a little bit older. You heard of the old bull and the young bull, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: Well, you and Andy are probably similar age now. Andy's
0: 42, let's say.
1: How old are you now? 53. 53. Yeah. And I'm
0: 33. We're like So, tw- so 10 years from now, do you think you'll be any smarter? I would hope so. You think you'll be smarter when you're 53? I would hope so. Exactly. 20 years from now, that's a
1: lot of wisdom and experience.
0: It's a lot of experience, a lot of wisdom, a lot of do's and don'ts. You'll learn, you'll see, you'll watch. Where
1: were you at at 33? What were you doing?
0: I just started Lightspeed. I was broke, knocking on doors, trying to sell my vision to people. Telling I mean, them years online ago, learning will be big and no one believed me.
1: Yeah, 20 years ago, nobody
0: was doing online learning. I was. Wow. I started it. I'm technically the father of the online learning. What made you think that it was gonna
1: be so large? Well, because- This would have been in what, 2000? 99,
0: 2000. To me, I was out there running around and I realized that training people required four things, good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. That's how you actually train somebody, just like athletes. Was there any repetition in in baseball? Every day, nonstop. So, So people miss repetition, companies miss repetition. So I started a business to go out there and compete with the Grants and the Joes and the Brian Tracys and all those guys because I had great sales training and I used to produce people left and right, you know, turn them into badasses. And so I quit my job to go out on the road at like 30. So it took me eight years to get it rolling. but So 33, I was three years into it. But the reason why... I knew it is because I went out on the road to try and do it live and realized this isn't working. And so Grant and everybody else that was doing it out on the road had no advantage. They, they, In other words, there was no repetition for them either. So it's a nice show that everybody's you know winning, but I knew it's bullshit. So I invented Lightspeed for myself. And then when it worked for me, I said, well, this solution would work for them. So I started showing it to all the people that were out there training and then... Next thing you know, old Jed's a millionaire.
1: So this was 15, 20 years ago. You know, you're
0: you're twenty-two, yeah.
1: You see all these guys who are on the road with you. You guys mm-hmm. are all doing the same thing. Living you're like, this ain't scalable. I no. can't just keep going to a different place. Like,
0: how do I, I could, get this? I just didn't want to. Yeah, it's not scalable. You gotta live out of a suitcase. And
1: that's kind of what I've realized about social media and why I went so hard at it. I'm just like, why would I go speak at an event in front of, you know, a few hundred people? When I can just get my message out there every day to millions.
0: It doesn't make sense. That's why everyone right now should build a brand.
1: Yeah, 1,000%.
0: Personal brand on social media is worth millions.
1: You know, I started a new company for that. What's it called? Content Empire. I teach entrepreneurs how to build personal brands. It's doing great.
0: Yeah, I mean, people pay for that. I had an event the other day at my downstairs. I think we charged five grand. Had about 60 people show up. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I, I taught them my process Yep. and when they say, well, how do I know it works? Look at my social media.
1: You're, you're watching it. You, you've watched my social media. You
0: know, it works. Right. And it does work and it's not that difficult. Yes. It takes time though, but I have a, I have a, you do it a little bit differently than I do. Yeah. You're what I would call a content creator. Yeah. I don't do it like that. Right. Although I do want to start doing more like that. You and Hormozy. Would mm-hmm. be the same, yeah. Hormozy does like you do. You yeah, and, you and Hormozy are similar, mm-hmm. and a lot of people love that because you're giving frameworks and your the way you're doing it is content creatory.
1: Yeah, I would say him and I are like the two guys in the entrepreneur space doing yeah, it. Yeah, what way. I
0: what I do is I just allow a camera to film me being me, talking to whoever I'm talking to. And then I let a team chop that up and drop it. So when people say, I love your content, and I say thanks, they're like, it's just so real. And I'm like, well, that's because it is real. Just what I'm saying. Like, it is real. That's, yeah, uh, they're like, you're sure at your desk a lot. That's because I'm at my desk a lot.
1: <laughs> I'm working.
0: But anyway, yeah, I'm glad I did it. I think everyone should do it. Yeah.
1: And what you're playing with it for the next couple of, month, like I guess next couple of years. Is it to I'm just... about to blow it up. Are you going to just keep doing the same thing or are you going to no, become a content creator?
0: You can't do the same thing and expect different results. Right. So even though I grow, I don't grow fast enough. So I'm going to boost. I'm going to pay. I'm going to spend. Oh, that's how you're going to grow. You're going to just boost all your posts. I'm going to boost and advertise and spend. Like Ty Lopez spent a million dollars a month on YouTube to become what he is today. Grant Cardone, Before anybody was doing anything, Grant Cardone spent close to a million a month getting his face to pop up everywhere. Mm -hmm. So he had millions to spend. So lucky for him, a lot of people don't. Well, now that I also am in that category, I believe I'm just going to pay to be seen and exposed to more people. Because I think if the whole world knew who I was, I'd have way more many followers and fans and, 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 and attention. But the problem is, is they don't know who I am. So you have to show and expose yourself to everybody you can. And sometimes that's just a matter of money mm-hmm. and I'm willing to spend it. Cause I already know the return. Yeah. You should do the same thing. You're not broke.
1: Yeah. Well, we're spending. So when you say you're going to boost, are you going to buy ads? Cause I see you have ads for like, I'm going you know,
0: to buy ads for my companies.
1: Yeah. You're going to, so your, your face is out there for the ad. But are you talking about just boosting organic content that has no... Both. ...calls? Okay. Both. All right. I'd be curious just, how the organic one does because since it's not... I, I mean, it, they, if they follow you, it will be monetized 1,000%, but just not like directly that post.
0: No. Like, let's say, for example, I spent $1,000 a day boosting a, a piece of content that I thought was great. Well, number one, you can see how many new followers you got and you can do the math and you can see what it's costing you. But to me, to show it to an extra 50,000 people that don't follow me, that's what I'm paying for mm-hmm. because it's already being shown and shared amongst the people that do. Yeah, And I pick up a little bit of here and there, but if I were to pay for it, well, then I'm going to go out and be exposed to a new audience and and they may not like me, which is why they don't follow me, which is fine, but at least we've given them an opportunity.
1: Right, or they're gonna follow you because they don't like you. What? Either one. I look, care. look at uh, Andrew Tate. A lot of his haters follow him just to be pissed.
0: Yeah, which is means they're still fans.
1: Exactly. It's a uh, what is what's the saying? A hater's just like a. It's like a delusional fan, essentially.
0: Or a jealous one.
1: Yeah, they're just like a, a fan
0: deep down. They just don't know it. It's deep crazy. down, deep down, they're all fans if they're watching you true.
1: Well, bro, it's always good hanging out with you, man. Appreciate you coming on the show. We'll uh, link to the dropping bombs, the real financial and everything else, dude. Appreciate you coming to Vegas and hanging
0: out with me. Appreciate you having me, bro. Keep up the good work. Go. Keep keep setting the example. That's
1: the goal. All right, guys, we'll see you later. Thanks for watching all the way through on this podcast. It means a lot to me. I've also done another interview that I think is going to be super helpful for you. So make sure you watch this one now coming up next.